0: Hello and welcome to Canada Reads American Style. I'm Shawna, tonight's moderator of our event. While you'll get the chance to hear from everyone here tonight, I'll start with a little housekeeping. Please know that we are not affiliated with CBC's Canada Reads competition and that all of our opinions are our own. We will be imposing a 30 minute time limit on our event to be mindful of our participants and our viewers time. We are all excited to recap today's Canada Reads competition. To begin, we will go around and introduce everyone and what title they are championing during the competition. Sarah is championing We Have Always Been Here by Samra Habib. Rebecca is championing From the Ashes by Jesse Thistle. Shauna is championing Radicalized by Corey Doctorow. Larissa is championing Son of a Trickster by Eden Robinson. And Jolene is championing small game hunting by Small Game Hunting at the Local Coward Gun Club by Megan Gale Coles. Okay, so the very first question that I have for everyone tonight is what reward would you love to have from your author if their book won the competition? Sarah, let's start
1: with you. Sure, Um, well, when I was reading her book, I was really intrigued by her discussion of her art. So I would really love to have a private tour of her photography exhibit. So I could ask lots of questions and get to see all her amazing artwork because none was in the book and I really missed that.
0: All
2: right, that sounds awesome. Rebecca, what would you like? Okay, so what I would do is I would ask Jesse and Lucy to take me to dinner at my favorite restaurant in Toronto, Rosalinda on Richmond West. And I would want to hear, I would want to see the two of them interact because one of the things I love most about the book is their love story and the redemption that Jesse, sort of the transition he made into a different life with her. So I totally want to meet the two of them together and see how they interact. Man, that
0: would be awesome too. Yeah. <laughs> I want everybody's reward now. <laughs> well, I am, Rebecca and I were very fortunate enough to interview Corey Doctorow. And one of the things that we have in common is, is our love and respect for technology and what it could do for us. So I would just love for him to take me out to lunch one day and explain how he works with the. Um, digital, media, copyright, uh, millennial, I'm saying it all wrong. I know what you mean. But uh, explaining how I, it's such an important thing and I would just love to have like a meeting of the minds with him on it. So uh, how about you, Larissa?
3: Okay, so this is a really easy one for me. Um, Some of you may not already know this, but some of you may. Son of a Trickster is actually the first in a trilogy uh the second book is already out trickster drift so good in my opinion maybe possibly even better than son of a trickster um and apparently there's a third one coming but we don't have it yet hands down i want my reward to be an advanced copy of the third book like but like now like i'd like it in my hands now i've done waiting i want the third book
4: i want to read it that's
3: awesome that's a great one
0: it is pretty awesome And Jolene, we will let you do yours next while we
4: have uh, Akil get all connected. Wonderful. Um, Well, my author is from Newfoundland, which is also where the book takes place. And I have had the opportunity to visit Newfoundland. And it's a beautiful province. And I wouldn't mind going back, maybe, you know, with Megan Gale Coles and have her just have dinner with her, talk to her about, you know, maybe some of her favorite places in Newfoundland and that kind of thing. So I think that'd be fantastic.
0: Awesome. Now, hello, Akil. Thank you so much for joining us tonight.
5: Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: you know, we are so thankful that you could enjoy, or not enjoy, but join us. And uh, we're sad to say goodbye to Radicalize by Cory Doctorow on Canada Reads today. Uh, we're curious, you know, is there something today, uh, is there something that you wish you would have said in today's competition?
5: Um... I'm not sure they were even listening to me, (laughs) to to be honest. I think minds were made up prior to. Maybe it's not a style of book. Um, I myself, you know, I'm into that kind of stuff. I'm very literal and I like the more analytical literature. I don't do a lot of fiction. I don't do a lot of those types of books myself. So I think it probably came down to taste. And it seemed like they were more into like uh, an immersive world and a story that they could really, you know, settle into. Whereas Corey was, you know, from afar picking things that he felt were important to address and trying to find quick ways and interesting ways to um highlight those things.
0: I definitely agree, especially as the person champion championing his book from our side of the uh competition in regards to us doing this recap. I completely agree with everything that you just said. So now, which argument against radicalized did you agree with? And then which one did you not agree with?
5: Well, the one I didn't agree with was where, he, I think they tried to delegitimize Salima as if Corey didn't have the right to write her But at the same time, they were saying that, you know, it's, he's not writing enough female characters, but then he shouldn't have wrote that female character because he's not in the position to. So I felt like, you know, that was unfair because like, what's he supposed to do? And it felt like the book was pretty diverse. Like one of the arguments was like, you know, like, in essence, who was he to write that book? And it wasn't like diverse enough. But then at the same time, they were arguing that, like, you know, it's hard to get into because they're short stories. So I don't know if there was a cohesive argument. My whole beef is like, I'm not sure I heard arguments against radicalized today. Right. I just heard people decide it was the book to go. But no one brought up, you know, big the things that I kept hitting on, like the major issues that he was hitting on. Like, it's the only book to address BLM. It's the only book to address a quarantine. And they purposefully skirted and skated around those those concepts, which are the concepts of 2020, so that they could further whatever agenda they had.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And it just reminds me of our podcast interview when we discussed strategies and whether or not there are different strategies involved in Canada Reads or not. So uh, now we... Uh, Can
2: can you just go back really quick? So Akil, was there anything that you agreed with with regard to their arguments? Was there anything that you thought was a valid argument? Yeah,
5: definitely. I think um, it being four novellas um, hurt Corey in a way that it wasn't a fully unified narrative, right? And I think, and it not being a personalized story, I think for some people it's easier perspective-wise to settle into a singular narrative where they can have control of where the writer can have a lot more control and i'm not going to say that they weren't that he wrote the perfect female character i don't know that he did but i just know that his effort to make sure that the voices in the book were diverse w- was important but maybe he didn't write the best female character because i stand by i don't think that megan Gil, Gil-, Gil- wrote the best male characters that i've ever heard
0: It makes a lot of sense. Uh, so uh, to roll along with the rest of our recap, and, and we thank you so much for your time again, Akil, uh, but we're going to ask uh, Sarah the same question. Which argument against radicalized did you agree with, and which one didn't
1: you agree with? This is really intimidating now that Akil is <laughs> <up> here. <laughs> Don't I hate me, Akil. Um, so radicalize. I will preface this with it was my favorite book, by far of all the books, but I am championing we have always been here because of the the theme, but Um, so I do agree with the argument that because of the issues that were brought up in the book, which yes, are extremely relevant right now. They apply worldwide at this time. Um, you know, every, every country is protesting every country is dealing with pandemic every country is dealing with healthcare. Um, and it's all extremely important, but it's not—it's um, not bringing Canada in particular into focus. That um, we're definitely dealing with that really hard, but it's not—you know—it's not focused in on us. So, I do agree with that argument. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Um, but the one I disagree with is the same—is the same with the same one you mentioned, where I feel like I feel like that character was actually really well developed and. Um, described in the book and um, from Unauthorized Bread, I thought, um, you know, that he put a lot of thought and uh, work into developing that character fully. And I also want to say that um, given the time constraints of the discussion, I thought it was very unfair to throw out a topic like misogyny um, so pointedly at one person, like you said, being fit into a box. When you have very limited time to respond, it's impossible for you not to be misrepresented. And I just, I just don't think that was appropriate given given the time constraints and the inability to, you know, effectively articulate yourself um, as a rebuttal. (laughs) I
5: appreciate appreciate that, I appreciate that, most definitely.
0: Wonderful, thank you, Sarah, for that. And (laughs) Rebecca, we will ask, guess what, the
2: same question. Okay, but you might have to put a timer on me, I swear to God, because I have a lot to say, but I'll try to be quick. Um, As far as what I agreed with, I'll be honest, there wasn't anything I agreed with. I did not think the arguments that they made, they didn't, I was pissed. I'm not going to lie. When I was listening to it, (laughs) I kept texting Shauna and I was so mad, you know, I kept going, I'm so pissed. Anyway, here's the thing that really bugged me. When they talked about mansplaining, that Set me through the roof because let me tell you okay. something. I've ha- I'm way older than all the rest of you, and I've had enough mansplaining for a lifetime. But this was not mansplaining, and here's why. I do a lot of research when I when we were going to interview people. I try to look them up. I try to understand who they are. And we were so lucky to interview Corey Doctorow. And what I know about Corey is he is the most. And I said this to him before the interview. I said I'm going to embarrass myself, but you are the smartest human being I've ever personally spoken to. And he, it is his passion to get out what he needs to tell the world about those four stories, those four points in the novellas. They're so critically important to him. And so I think if you knew him, or you knew, if you really read his work, if you really, and I've read his, I get his emails and the whole thing. If you really follow him, he's not mansplaining. What he is, is he's passionate about topics that affect the whole world. And with regard to a book to um, bring Canada into focus. I totally agree with what Akhil said, which is we are a global, we are global citizens. And in this competition, we're looking small. We're looking at how does this affect Canada? How does it bring Canada into focus? If these four stories don't bring Canada into focus and the rest of the world as global citizens, then nothing else does. And I feel so strongly that they missed the point. I agree with you, Akil. I think they, you know, I think there's always, there can be, you know, a strategy. And I think you got taken down way too early because this book should have been standing at the end. Yeah, end dude. of my rant. Thank you.
0: Ask someone oh. who's not even championing that book, right? I know I'm
2: not. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved it. Um,
0: yeah, because I had to say, like, I didn't find very much to agree with in regards to Anything that anybody said, especially with you know Dio was making comment about it was stressful to read it was prophetic uh she didn't feel like she was immersed and it made her feel stupid reading it and it i I felt you know i I really related to the the female character in the book because I'm like finally there is written verbiage of females in the technology industry. When I was getting my bachelor's in information security and intelligence, almost all of my classmates were male and I didn't have any of those fe- female counterparts to be like, oh, hey, you know, it's something's going on and here's my perspective of it. And it's like, I, I just felt like she was diminishing my connection to that character. And that's only just one of the stories. Uh, I really wish that there was time and opportunity to delve into each of the stories in particular to say this one is about healthcare and how poorly it's being managed or mismanaged in Canada specifically um, or being able to spe- specify these hardcore um overall objectives in Canada. So being able to tie them perspective, uh, tithing to Canada and not being able to get the opportunity to explain that. Um, so I'm trying to keep this short (laughs) in my mind. Uh, and what was my last, I have one more thing that I wanted to say, and it's not coming to me. So I'm going to have us move on to Larissa and Larissa. What, which argument against Radicalized did you agree with and which one did you not
3: agree with? Um, so I'm actually a little nervous because I feel like I am, like, I feel differently than you guys do. Okay. Uh, first of all, Radicalize was my least favorite book, but I 100% feel like it was because it was the type of the novellas. I thought I was going to love that. I was, like, excited about short stories and then I just didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to. And I thought, okay, I'll stick to novels. Um, So there's that, but that doesn't really affect how it would actually do in the competition or its subject matter. Um, It just made it not my favorite book of the competition. But I actually, I agreed with the, I agree with with what you guys are saying about being global citizens. And of course Canadians, we are one of the biggest countries in terms of landmass and we are global citizens. And, we have a lot of um a lot of ideas and a lot of like advances that we put out into the world but i just felt like based on the theme of this year bringing canada into focus it missed the mark i felt like what we were what it says is look we're just like all the rest of you and we deal with all the same issues without it really being like here's something that really makes us us um So I I see what you're saying, but I I personally, with how I read the theme, just feels like, I feel like it doesn't fit. Um, I also, I'm not gonna say that I agree with Amanda um, Bruegel's like jugular punch of, I don't need another book written by a white man. I'm not gonna say I agree with it, but I am gonna say that I heard her. I was like, okay, first of all, that was very pointed. And second of all, while I was reading it, and I am I am a white woman, so I'm not gonna say that I know anything about race relations, but another of my friends and I talked about it after and we said, just because in today's media in today's day and age, um, so often people are called out for talking about things that are not in their wheelhouse. And we said, not that we think that he didn't do a good job, we just wondered, does he have the like, did he get it right? We don't know. Did he have the right to write about that? We don't know. And we were interested actually to see what Akil had to say. Although I don't know that he had the chance to answer that particular question today. Um, but we were wondering that. Um, so I just, I didn't, I agreed with a lot of what they did have to say. I thought a lot of it was a little bit too, like, I think they went a little bit too hard at the, it was written by a white man because of like, so is of our other literature, and a lot of it's really great. And um, yeah, so I guess I, I'm surprised that so many of you didn't agree with so much of it. Um, Because when I was watching it, I was like, okay, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then some of it didn't as well, of course. But um, I was really, to be honest, really disappointed. I thought maybe more books today would have been talked about, but they really focused in on Radicalized. And I really think that they thought, okay, this is the one we're going to kick out right away. And they did it, like on yes. purpose. Yeah.
1: 100% and, agree with and that. you are nodding your head, yes, so too. I feel like you
3: agree with me. Were you surprised, Akhil, when they came at you right away? Did you think that you'd have, a, like you'd have more time to kind of catch your breath before they went at you?
5: Um, yes and no. I thought that I knew that the book that I chose, some people wouldn't think I should choose that book. Like it doesn't, it's not obviously my politics. Like I should be champ, you know, like, again, to put someone in a box, right? Which is something I fight every day It's like, I should have picked, cause they gave me some options. I should have picked a book written by a black author and that would have given me some gimme points, right? Or address, you know, say, but I really felt like, again, I, was, I didn't even know what happened. It's tough cause
3: like he's literally writing of everything that's happening, right? Like, I actually, something else I was thinking about today was this was originally supposed to happen in, what was in March? Uh, this Black Lives Matter stuff wasn't happening then. So he, you would have been arguing all of that then. And like, look, this does really happen because of course it, it's not new, but now of course there are riots and like crazy things happening. And it, that's a part of the book. Also the pandemic.
0: we're <laughs> at uh, 10 minute mark.
3: Okay. <laughs> Like, the pandemic wasn't as bad in March when originally you would have been preparing to talk about this book, and now it is. So that's all very interesting as well.
5: Yeah, they said it was prophetic, right? So how does that work against it? How can you say it's prophetic and that's bad, I guess, I don't understand.
0: I would hate to have someone think that Cory Doctorow is, like, looking into big data and using big data to create these algorithms to come come up with these
3: prophetic <laughs> <laughs> well now you've put that in people's minds <laughs> I would hate. that's not the case definitely not the case
0: uh so jolene you're the only one that we haven't got to hear from on in regards to uh what did you agree with uh or which argument against radicalized did you agree with and which one did you not agree with
4: Well, I did think that Radicalized was um, at a disadvantage from the beginning, and I think partly because, or maybe the main reason, is because it was the only one that didn't specifically talk about Canada. So even though that there's global issues and there's things that, yes, we can all, you know, we all understand the pandemic, Black Lives Matter, all of those things, important issues, all of the other books started in Canada and brought those issues forward, where this one is kind of like as a Canadian, can I relate to those issues? Yes, I can, Um, but never named, you know, like the other four are naming either people or places within Canada. Um, So I think that that put it at a a disadvantage. Um, I, I do think that the arguments going back and forth, whether intentionally or not, I do think that they totally, they were hard on Radicalized today, and it was very focused on Radicalized. So whether that was intentional or not, I don't know. I did think it was interesting um, that the three women voted against radicalized and the two men voted against small game hunting. So I don't know, again, whether that's intentional or not. It did seem to become almost a man versus woman kind of thing. And I don't think that's really what it should have been. I think it should have been. And Akil, you talked about this. It really wasn't about radicalized you know, and I mean, you can't look at that book or any of the books, really, they wouldn't be part of the Canada Reads um, debates if they weren't good books, if they weren't good writing and all of those things. So, you know, it's not that it was a bad book. But why? Why are we saying that it isn't? um, You know, why isn't it putting Canada in focus? And I think the main reason would be it's the only one that didn't talk about Canada specifically. So I think the issues are right on. I think it was well-written. I think all of the novellas are good, but that would have been, you know, my main thing is when I can see the other four very clearly stating that Canada is at the focus of the book, this
2: this one wasn't, so. Can I say something? Shauna, can I say something? <laughs> it's my program. So can I say something? I want to say one more too. It's our program. No, we have, we have seven minutes left. Oh, we do. Okay, good. Then I'll be really quick. But you know, it's, it's really funny because in watching the competitions, the past competitions as an American, I'm, I'm kind of always struck by when I see Canadians go for the throat in the competition. And so it's just really kind of interesting because you all, you're all we ever hear about you people is how nice you are, which you are. (laughs) but Akil was it a surprise though with like how hard Amanda hit you like right out of the gate Mm -hmm. well I yeah
5: yeah it was because I I tried to make it clear when I said my statement that I believed everything that Megan Gilchols was trying to say so the first half of my statement was to clarify that because I knew that if I said anything particularly critical of this book that some people would automatically jump on me being a guy, being critical of this story. So I tried to confront it up front and then I made my critique of it. But even with my addressing that before and trying to make it clear that I was critiquing the writing and not the intention, she still turned it to the intention, but then she started telling me that I needed to look myself in the mirror. And to me, I took offense to that because I don't think I. I mean, I don't know. It's just a, an offensive statement to make because what you're implying is that there is some issue in regards to, you know, female and male relations that I'm currently misunderstanding when I'm trying to champion the cause while critique the book at the same time. And I thought that's fair. That's usually how arguments degrade, because she wasn't talking about my argument. Now she made it about me. It was like, why are you calling me out as a person? I didn't do that to you.
1: Yeah, and that was exactly my point. I think there was no there's no way to talk yourself out of that within the time constraint time constraint given you know um I I'm I just like to hear from you for a second being the only male here um on the issue of mansplaining um with radicalized we know that the majority of um of violence, of like awful violence in the world, is done by men, and um, so where the book addresses police brutality um, and then the the um, the horrible planned violence in the radicalized story, um, I I don't see how that would be mansplaining. Where I feel it's, it's it's important for men to be standing up for those issues and addressing those issues head on, um, just like any any group who is the primary um, person, uh, you know, attacking another group, it's their responsibility to confront each other. And I'm just wondering, um, how, you know, what you'd have to say about that. I personally don't feel that's mansplaining. I think it's important.
5: Well, that was one of my big arguments was like, I think what, um, both the the two people that were really focusing on me and Corey did was they kind of went to like these prepackaged Right, where it was, they weren't really looking at what I was saying. They were looking at the convenient ways. And it's smart if you're doing a debate based on TV to kind of like prepackage me with a bunch of other ideas. Uh, and they did that to Corey with the mansplaining comment because, first off, it's a debate. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mansplaining, it's a debate. Like, I'm going to make points. It's, it's a debate. Yes. So you know, so, and then in, in the book, uh, it's, a, it's a type of book he's not inventing that format and that's how you tell that type of story right you have to give a lot of backstory and explanation as to how he's converting these ideas explaining how the tech company's working and for people who who just walk into this story and don't understand what he's trying to say you're going to need a little bit of picture painting so I, i just i felt like the arguments that were being used were just arguments of convenience and they never really took the time to pay attention to what was in the book but it, but um you know you make a great point that it was not based in canada and definitely i can see where that hurt it yeah, but actually, i would not change you, my book because I think did it's you, an
2: important akil did you get to talk to Corey today and what it, can you tell us maybe what was said or how you what you guys said to each other maybe
5: well he we exchanged emails um and uh he was thankful to me i'm surprised and i um, very you know, Proud of the way he claims that um, I represented the book uh, and that he mentioned how passionate I was for it. Uh, and yeah, it, it was a quick exchange. I know we're at different time zones, but he made sure to, to let me know not to feel too disappointed and that he was happy with the points that I raised. And I'm going to make sure to you know, continue to say the, names, the book's name throughout the rest of the
2: week so people know. Yes, yes. agree 100%. Awesome.
0: All righty. So with that, I think we are near the end of our time. So we're going to do our farewells to Radicalized by Cory Doctorow. It was voted off today in a three to two vote uh, against small game hunting. So uh, maybe in the next couple of days, we'll see that one uh, come off as well but we're not sure so uh, <laughs> thank you everyone for your time and we can't wait to see you all again tomorrow evening at 7 p.m for the next
2: recap of Canada Reads 2020. Thank you Akil thank you so much
5: thank, thank you, you thank you for having me